0: Hello guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker, episode number 471 here, podcast 351. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is Labor Day weekend, or is it Memorial 2? It's
1: Labor Day. It's Labor Labor Day on both
0: sides.
2: America wide. All
0: right. So thank you guys for tuning in with me. I have Josh
1: Zuby Yeah, buddy. Fresh off uh, um, shingling my roof and my shed, so I'm toasty and... All messed up and super tired, so tonight should be a lot of fun.
0: You're not supposed to work on Labor Day.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, and then we have Joe Kimson I'll from labor. Flagrid Paintball. Hey,
1: greetings. Thanks for
2: tuning in tonight to uh, Beautiful Behind the Bunker, and we're rolling into Labor Day weekend. And don't forget, tomorrow night, if you're need- itching for some paintball, Tuesday uh, night mission paintball at the outdoor, 5 p.m. till sunset.
0: Hey, I just uh, was going through my timeline, and George Hayes already shared this. That's how I find it. So I'm going to click on his link and, and watch it tonight. His so, His Lincoln very good. Thank nice. you guys for
3: tuning in and uh, we <laughs> also have Garvin Sharma from yeah, Terratech yeah, Industries. That's right ladies and gentlemen I am here I don't know why it's a holiday <laughs> for us here and uh, you in the United States of America uh, so I should be on my couch uh, rubbing my bloated belly from sausages and hot dogs but uh, I'm here and hopefully some of it is going to be entertaining tonight so as always because my friend Josh has forgotten this once more, uh, once again make oh. sure you hit that like <laughs> and share button so people know what's going on so on your Labor Day Monday nice. and we can all get this pan ball trainer rolling there we go
0: something else we're doing as well as we are broadcasting live on the youtubes so head on over if you uh would prefer to watch over there we're going to watch your comments on that as well so i will uh i'll load that up if you guys have comments or, or things to get to we'll get to you guys on there as well but nice to see you guys there's a bunch of you guys uh, chiming in already so thank you for tuning in hit that like and share as gavin just said um gavin what do you know about this
3: you on the spot. You know what? For for months we uh, would it be uh you know it's been a, quite a while. So when we first watched the online streaming documentary, uh, we were all tickled and giddy and so excited. Uh, it was an incredible piece of paintball history. And now, my friends, now my friends, the shipping of the complete history of uh, paintball, the director's cut, which will be covering a, the complete uh, story, uh, the origins of the game to this day of 39 years old, and. More than 100 interviews, hundreds of photos, amazing stories from those that created the game, including five of the original 12 players, as well as dozens of movers and shakers that shaped the game in the 39-year history. And how can you own a piece of this history? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can order uh, from paintballmedia.net, or com, I believe, uh, and you get a six-hour 3DVD or Blu-ray package, which will be shipping shortly. Uh, so the next day or two, uh, John Amodea is going to be reaching out to those who have pre-ordered to find out which format they want, whether it's DVD or Blu-ray, and will be shipping shortly after that. I am staring at that. I've ordered my copy. I can't wait for John to reach out and touch me and uh, let me let him know that I want the, the Blu-ray. And as I posted earlier today, no, I will not be sharing with any preloaders. So if you haven't ordered your copy, you still have time to do it yourself because I ain't sharing. Yates? I
4: ain't. I always pluralize
3: that. Yeah, so it will begin shipping (laughs) (laughs) mid-September. I'm trying to get this back on, all right? Go for it. Yeah, (laughs) uh, mid-September. You you know what? It's an early Thanksgiving present. It is an early Christmas present, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you n- you name it. Uh, it is important for all paintball players to have a copy of this because the amount of effort and work and quality that has gone into this is second to none, so make sure you pick up a copy for yourself. That was a good line, Gavin. What's that?
1: A present for yourself for Thanksgiving. I don't think I've ever bought myself something for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Just <laughs> a lot
3: of misery from family reunions. I bought a
1: pretzel
2: yeah. once watching a parade, but there's going to be no parade. <laughs> no parade <laughs> no, this year. No parade. No parade. Uh, no
0: Hey, nice to see all you guys in YouTube that are watching already. I see Carl Mori. He says, Happy Labor Day. And uh, Killer Cab 11 says, I saw the three-hour one, but didn't realize there was a six-hour one. So as Gavin yeah. said, you're you're, you're kind of getting uh, some more stuff that had been uh, left on the editing room floor. But it's all gold, Jerry. It's all gold. That's right. Hear, this is so. the
3: perfect, perfect package to work an ass group into your couch and waste a full day with Cheetos and beer watching a uh, paintball documentary. I never get tired
0: of hearing about my great package. So lots to get to on the show tonight. We have the vault segment tonight. Uh, what else do we have? We have some advice that you guys were looking for. We also have, uh, Gavin's got a couple questions in mail time. We have some of your mag fed guns loaded we want to get to and uh, I think that's uh, oh and price is right and if there's a few other th- times we have uh, we have a few more things as well. Nice to see Rick Chard in the live chat. Emery Davis, Eric's Parks, uh, Jason Mullins, all you guys, thank you guys for tuning in and uh, hitting that like and share button. Killer Cab 11 says uh, he needs a DVD. Well, yeah, just uh, just head on over to paintball.media and uh, order one up. Uh, what should we get to first? Joe, are you ready to do a vault segment?
2: I think we can do a vault.
0: Why don't we do a vault since we skipped over it, not blatantly, but we did that last week, and then when we come back guys, uh, lots more news.
2: Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of from the vault, where we go back in time, back into the early days of paintball, show you something cool that I own. Uh, today is no different. Today we are looking at the PMI 3. Uh, this is, a, I think, it's a combination of a couple generations because the first ones that came out had metal parts. This is a plastic side rail. The other ones were machined aluminum. However, this has a brass barrel. Some of the screws are brass, as you can see how they're tarnishing. These are pretty cool. They are ambidextrous, so you could put the caulking mechanism either on the right or left hand. This one has no um, barrel bag on it so we can demonstrate it. These came in a variety of different combinations directly from PMI. Uh, you could uh, put the 12 uh, a tank in the front either seven ounce or 12 ounce or three and a half ounce, and just have a smaller one or several of them ran air in the back with a car stock so this is the uh pmi3 or vm68 as as we know it now you've been watching from the vault and we'll see you next time pew pew hey here i am pew pew Well, that was uh one of one of my vm68 or pmi3 that was a uh, i think it was a bit of a hybrid because it had the brass barrel and it had uh, plastic side rails the early ones were a a, the early ones were aluminum but I did have a stock and I sold the stock off to somebody. It had sort of a wire stock like a Sten gun and I sold that off to somebody. Nice. So it's kind of cool. It, it still works. Um, I, I don't dare shoot it, but I remember trying to change <laughs> the velocity and you had to take the, the whole thing apart and pull out the, um, the I guess the cut the, the cut the, the seal seating you had to turn it because there was different size holes pretty interesting i was
1: i was uh reminds me a lot of the
3: autococker days we get to the chronograph in the morning and we take everyone take out minutes, the cocking around and, so yeah. it goes hours long um so you know I, I really enjoy your vaults uh joe uh paintball history and it's you know it, it makes me smile if you so choose or if you have uh extra so you don't mind um shooting I would love to see some of these old uh, SOBs out on the field playing. Like, So if you have an extra um, that you don't mind airing up and playing with, uh, I think that would be a really neat addition to see how maybe some young people who have never played the sport or new to the sport see uh, get to play with some paintball history. I think that would be a nice segment. But what it, what it would help a, nice a lot of the segment.
1: younger and newer players to identify the older type stuff. Because I, I bring some markers out to the field. Guys are like, oh, what is that? It's like this is an AGD Tac One, and they go, oh. So
3: it's not a die? It's like no,
1: no, it's not. Like, it's- or just like oh. having
3: people run with like a like a Splat Master for like the like Rapide for yeah. for a game or two, you know, like just just to really appreciate how the development and the uh, of a uh, technology and the, system, the tools that we have now versus I, you should uh, do like a step up started. package. I have that. So you rent a marker for the day. The first
1: game you get to play with a with like a splatmaster Master Rapide, <laughs> and then you go to. Like I, a markup like you just had in the video, and then you kind of step up to a 98, and then maybe you finish off the day with like a, on that, on
0: that, Hi, like a I would TCR. like to have the uh, paintball through time
3: package. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's like the time warp package. Yeah, I'll be
0: playing all day, so uh, I would like the... You like C- can't yeah. play all day with a BM-68.
3: You I'll let you appreciate
2: just start where off. it started, right? Yeah. You start them off with to safety glasses, just as far, as far as squash, argument, goggles. squash goggles, oil based. There's something with a mask place. and ear protection, or do you
3: just? No, we, we need to see those old those old guns uh, shoot again, and see if it uh, if it they can compete. Somebody can compete with it.
2: I have a repeat, not the one you got me because it's brand new, but I have a couple green ones that we can probably use, and I could probably get a probably get an L spot um, to to fire up. We were shooting my um, PMI one, so. We'll bring something out. It's yeah,
3: going well, I mean, you 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 you've got the OG package. Yeah, no, you've got a ton, <laughs> a ton of markers in your vault, and if there's yeah. some that you don't mind uh, dirtying up, dirtying up a bit, then Do you yeah, think I think many I would girls look are at.
0: looking for the OG package. I don't know. All right, Jason, All right, we, Smith. we didn't derail our conversation. I know. That's, that's Jason great. Smith in live chat says, uh, "Hey, Btb says VM68 was the first marker I played with in 1994." Uh, Raptor P V says hello. Do we know Raptor PB? We do we know do. Raptor PB. I know. And uh, who else was it here? Um, Ryan McGee says he's already ordered his Blu-ray edition. Look nice. at you. Look at him with his fancy Blu-ray. I still have regular DVD player. And Killer K Cab uh, 11 in YouTube says, I played speedball with a Brass Eagle Stingray today.
3: Nice. <laughs> so there nice. you That's go. Cool. Question is, did he use HPA? <laughs> I know Will Wade could <laughs> no, he, <laughs> has yeah. H- he had yeah. Nitro.
2: It does, I want. I would like to uh, back to Gavin's segment. I'd like to um, get a copy of the um, history of paintball, but we don't. We have neither a, a DVD player or a CD player. If, um, if you buy, if you, I'm sure buy your, now, if you buy, your little now,
3: fellow's Xbox could play it.
2: I, I guess so. Get, Maybe
4: just Blu-ray on the Xbox. Yeah.
2: But do you get? Do you get a digital copy as well for yourself? I wonder if that could be arranged, John Amoda.
0: Amadeo,
2: Amadeo, Amadeo, <laughs> Amadeo.
0: I'm sure if you buy the Blu-ray, I'm sure he would send you a digital DJ. copy. I'm sure. Now I thought you're I'd... just making stuff up. <laughs> well, no, now I'm putting words in his mouth is what I'm He's doing. He's Going to send you five hundred dollars <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. So there you go, guys. Check it out. Three discs, uh, six one-hour episodes. Very cool. Um, Airups, guys. They are still offering twenty percent off their entire. Uh store catalog oh, so if you guys want to order a, um, a field or even one of these, the uh, field maps do so now, head on over to Airups. tell Brent we sent you guys we're looking at uh, featuring a team over the next couple weeks, if you guys are on a paintball team and want your team featured on the show, send us uh, some correspondence and maybe we can get you guys sorted out Plant Eclipse, back in stock Battle of the Bands, we saw that uh we saw that they have beanies and all kinds of other stuff. So check out uh, your local retailer for that. Also, Altered Carbon Shaft FL Alley Tip, uh, finally uh, uh, available. So make sure you guys go check that out. Mex Education GTEC M170R with a gamma GammaCore drivetrain. Those are uh, shipping out as well. So if you guys want one, go to your local retail store and check them out.
1: Is that bottom right?
0: It's that's a, a Predator.
3: Rhodesian, isn't it?
0: So don't get too excited because that is my next marker. That nice. pattern, that... I. Yeah. Um, they're not allowing me on their team, but I'm going to pretend and be, be, be with one uh, of their guns.
1: Uh, if they come out with the MG100 in that pattern, I'm buying one.
0: I... I think oh, they the, no. It was yeah, uh, yeah. M170.
1: The
2: HDE yeah. is um, available in the MG100. Well, if
1: they come out with a Predator 100, then I'm there. There you go. Um, also, your
0: Comfort Zone Phantom playing pants also available as well, guys. If you're looking for it's some nice. tournament pants you know for this it's for the fall of, season, kind of
2: neat. They're um, showing some new product releases and and things that are that are happening, which is um, good to see. There, they'll have to be. The companies are going to have to do some releases because there's. Um, It'll be interesting to see if the tournament series in the states will happen. So there'll be some new releases as well.
0: Yeah, I love Ryan McGee and the YouTube live chats giving you shit, Josh. <laughs> you <Yeah, I> know,
1: <laughs> it's not well, the MG yeah. one hundred, Josh. I told you to start of the show time. I couldn't even remember the VM sixty eight Joe had in this video. So that Joe, we watched you, ten seconds before. So
0: you've got the write up on this, but this is the EMF one hundred. But what do you guys think of this?
1: That's like the steampunk version I saw. <laughs> no, it's not. There's nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> steampunk. steam-punk about. Yeah. Yeah. I, by the way, oh, okay. that's with more his, Boba Fett. Than the, yeah, I was gonna Whatever. say with his
0: colorway, I didn't realize that the stock had numbered positions because I never noticed that on the on the well, black yeah. plastic. Very cool. Um, but what toys. do you know about that, Joe? You have a, some
1: write-up there, give it or did me. I give it to Josh? Oh, is that the one you gave me? <laughs> okay, apparently oh, no. I gave it to Josh. Oh, Saveless. yeah, you did. Well, uh, as you wish, check out this very cool EMF 100 Sierra Coat Special, created for Paintball.de with Nightmare Ink. It's called The Bounty Hunter. Available in kit form or as a complete marker build. Uh, you can click some links below for prices and availability and, and such and such and such. That's paintball.ee or de. Uh, forward slash brands forward slash planet dot, uh, hyphen eclipse uh, slash Sierra Coat Editions. Yeah,
0: look at that. So you're right on the uh, Boba Fett. Yes, sir. Oh, no. Can't say that. No. Copy, copyright. It's the bounty oh, hunter. Uh, Disney bu- owns it now. You got to be all <laughs> copyrighty and Boba stuff. Boba
3: Fett. Uh, he's our southern neighbor. Yeah. Bilbo Fett.
0: So there you go. Go to paintball.de. You can see there's different... Uh, yes. 299 pounds. Euros. Euro, Euros. Euros. No,
2: those, oh, those are Euros. Aren't Euros. You? That's a lot of cake. Two hundred and ninety nine a sandwich,
0: Euros. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> Very good. Ghost Recon Black Ops, guys. That's happening September 12th to 13th. Hey, that's soon. That is. That's uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And uh, don't forget Endless Legends, October 2nd to 4th. Uh, at OXCC,
3: uh, Gavin, we got a minute yeah. for some mail time. Yeah, uh, we have a few leftover questions because uh, this mail time—I uh, guess there's something else that came in too. Uh, yeah, so you know it's Labor Day, so the postmen and women's uh, around the world have taken a break, but we do have some leftover questions for mail time. Mail time. Huh? Mail
0: time. Mail- Like,
2: God, I, I had that. Oh, look at that. I got it for Christmas. It's a limited edition one. It's what,
4: numbered. It's
3: annoyed.
4: Oh. <laughs> <You know laughs> I what? just I, wanted to see how long train, it was going to take. Train. Okay, no, all right. So, <laughs> okay, what? ladies and
3: gentlemen, I'm, I'm going ahead, and then Matt tells me, all <laughs> you know, the, uh, the bumper's on, and, and all of a sudden we get distracted with Nikey Spoonie, and Todd doesn't give a shit about the program. <laughs> night, <laughs> night, <laughs> I just No, Joe was talking, which is
0: fine. It's just Gavin was looking not at the camera and didn't realize he was on for the longest You're time it was knives. his uncomfortable
3: witness was just great yeah that's great all right so <laughs> here we go back to mail times we have about three questions remaining from previous weeks and ladies and gentlemen i want to remind you once again if you have any questions or anything you'd like us to address on this show uh send up the show post in the uh play- facebook chat form or now the youtubes as well Uh, even every so often Todd glances at Instagram so if you have any questions post those up there and we can read it in the mail time so let's get into it the three questions we have first one comes from Brady Allen 12 and he wants to know just wondering do you think there's a difference between an Ontario paintball league or OPL referee compared to a rec ball referee if so how Uh, so I guess what's the difference between a ref who plays or just a regular scenario game or, or rec ball versus a tournament league referee is there any difference at all
0: I would say, Gavin, you used to ref uh, a local tournament series,
3: uh, several local tournament series. That's right. Yeah, um...
0: Um, I th- I think they're. I-, I think one is a little more politically correct. I think a, a recreational scenario player has a little more, uh, a little more uh, political correctness. They they're good at. Steering people and uh, helping new new players and being diplomatic and not you know offering people a better experience or a good experience where the scenario or sorry the uh, speedball guys they're not there to be chatty they're they're there only to tell you whether you're out they're not there to help you they're not they're not there to be your friend they're basically there to call you out and most of those guys I don't know if you'd agree with this Gavin but most of them should be players. People that understand the, the 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 game and how to get away with cheating and how to play the sport, they should know all the rules because of that and the format. Um, but they're pretty well versed in that in that that catalog of rules and finite rules for speedball, anyways. I I don't know, Joe, you. How would you define a, a scenario or a, or a rental ref? I mean...
2: I, I think a scenario or a ref, they're, they're, you know, they're helping, they're helping, you know, with, with problem solving, they're helping people with their equipment, they're, they're, they're clearly helping a beginner, a beginner player, they're painting a story, they're like a visual storyteller, they're creating an experience, um, you know, they should be actively involved in a game, um, you know they're constantly they should be constantly flipping you know adjusting the teams to make sure the teams are reasonably balanced you know meaning you may have to separate friends and so just put them on the other team for the good of, for the good of the game although a speed a speedball ref or a tournament ref is actively involved in the game and they have to be really paying attention 100 percent, you know to to watch where the balls are flying where, where the action is because at any minute a player could get hit and not realize they're hit, and then just carry on. So a speedball referee has to be involved, has to know the rules, has to know how to play, and should be a you're right. should be a player.
0: Super proactive because if if a player gets hit, doesn't realize, and continues to play on, not only is that going to change the course of the game, but that's a penalty waiting to happen. And yeah, but I mean, you're either way. You're not gonna if a, if a new guy comes off the street and you hire him, you're not going to be able to put him in either of those positions without some good training because you right. can't just. I mean, everyone thinks they can ref, but there takes a certain kind of person to be able to do that. Um, Josh, you ref hockey. How well do you know all the rules? Have uh, you played hockey before, or are you just a hockey ref? Uh,
1: i played hockey for a long time. Uh, at the level that I'm at, you have to know. You don't really have a choice.
0: The level of ref or the level of pro player that you are? Level of ref. Okay. Um,
3: so I think there's a big difference between the two... Can I say it? Genres of games. Yes. Jo- yeah, you know what? What is, is wrong with that yeah, word? No, no, no. I can say it. So, <laughs> if I was um, going to use
2: a word, it would be genre.
3: So, Brady, uh, a rec ball rep is more to manage safety and customer experience. So, you're helping to, as Joe said, you're helping to enhance the game. It's far more hands on uh, to ensure the guests have great experiences. Now, with a tournament rep, it's a completely different animal. You are not there to help anybody out enjoy their day, you're there as part of a referee team to help the tournament uh, be legitimate to be consistent, and to essentially, I used to like it called it's like the entrapment ref, right? So you're waiting there, and yes, you have to be a player, you have to have a a certain skill set, you have to know cheating, right? You have to be able to look out for that, you have to have great eyes, ears, and a team that you're working with, because as soon as the person's hit, you have to be able to pull them out uh, immediately, and you have to rely on your other teammates. Versus rec ball, I mean, you can sort of saunter over and get over to it, and if somebody's hitting, playing on, you could it's, almost it's argue ar- it's not a big deal,
0: but you could almost argue that the speedball ref is a little more physical.
3: They would have to; they, they absolutely have. So, I've done both uh, recreational reffing and I've done tournament reffing too. Um, and the demands on the body for tournament reffing is significantly more than a, than yeah. a recreational paintball player. Yeah. And you have to you have to get in there, and it takes a certain temperament as well because. Depending on the league, depending on the rules, uh, some people can get quite vocal. (laughs) And, And you can back me up on this,
0: but I love watching guys on the sideline that are complaining the referees aren't seeing what they're supposed to be seeing. And here's an example. A guy runs from the back corner and slides into snake one right in front of the referee. But the referee doesn't look like he's moved his head or even realized he's moved. He does that purposefully, so he's not giving away the player's position. That's a a proper ref move there. Not a, oh, my God, I'm going to run in and go check you kind of reactionary thing. Um, And a lot of the refs of the local series as well, they communicate as a team. So if a guy's moved into a position and they just can't see it, they'll signal with arm signals to their guy across the way, and all of a sudden they're switching up now. So, I mean, a good ref
3: on on both
0: genres are.
3: I remember refing and doing that same sort of hand signals and other teams, particularly the newer divisions, maybe their first tournament, their parents losing their mind, thinking the refs were cheating on behalf of, uh, of uh, the other team because we're throwing up these hand signals. And then people are like, well, they're giving away information. Yeah, well, because <laughs> we can't see shit. And so we're, we're letting people out. Uh, you're letting your, your partner know across the field uh, to watch the, the blind side. And, you know, a good rep, too, will, won't leave their zone. Right, uh, as you said, they won't chase somebody down uh, and give their position away. Yeah. But they're also, if somebody shoots if you're repping sort of the back corner, and somebody say, oh, "I shot that guy, go check him." I'm not leaving to go check. One, it could be a great strategy for people to cheat, as you just dis- they distract you uh, to go check somebody else, and they wipe their hit. Right, so it's reps work as a team. They work their zones. Uh, There's a very different skill set. So Brady, as an in, as a as a recreational rep, you can rep by yourself. But it's a tournament ref. You absolutely it's imperative to ref as a team. So, yeah. yes, I think there's a big difference. Yeah, um,
0: I googled this. I don't know if it will actually. Uh, no, it won't. I'm gonna play it. Uh, okay, let me get back to this after the next question. Um, there was something else in here, Gavin. I didn't. I, I wanted to. Li- didn't want to pay it. Pass. Zane Smith said, "Paintball extravaganza should be held along NXL World Cup." I just saw that in the chat. Going back a little ways, I. Um, I don't think World Cup is going to happen this year, and to be honest with you, just a quick answer to that: World Cup is so busy; it's its own thing. I don't know that you could do a paintball extravaganza properly. Joe, what do you think of that? You
2: know what? I I, I almost think because you have so many of the players, and I mean, so many of the manufacturers are there. <laughs> so many of the manufacturers are already in one place at one time, um, and then you have several, several. Um, Owners of of, and operators of fields in in Orlando or where they hold World Cup for that time you get If you could somehow put in a a day and a half or a two-day Event I I think you could it would be a pretty it would pretty a pretty good one-stop One-stop shop, so you'd be able to combine I don't I don't know if there's a word you can combine the two genres. I think quite easily and um yeah. uh, i think he
3: could pull it off it it, it makes sense it would be cheaper sure. for manufacturers and uh distributors to shut to go down uh because it's only one event they're, they're attending but if you remember who's manning the booths a lot yeah. of them are a players lot, yeah a lot of them <laughs> right are so who will be committed to, to playing and won't be able to man the booth so mm-hmm. uh and i know they're separate entities as well so that's tough to coordinate that stuff but yeah i think from a from an industry point of view from uh, from manufacturers they would certainly prefer to send it to one show versus multiple shows and spread out their staffing right so yeah. i want
0: to i want to well, i want to place let me turn off the bed for a second i just googled how to say the word genre 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 spelled z h so you keep saying john like john with the j That's genre it is not it's, it's, listen
2: genre
1: genre there's so many you talking <laughs> no i am been reading have you been reading hold on a second <laughs> freeze stop you're worried about genre, and Joe has been saying Tuesday for years.
2: Tuesday. Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday. <laughs> I think Tuesday. I think there, Tuesday. Should be new, there should be a new Two. Behind a Bunker Two. segment called Genre Talk with Todd.
1: <laughs> I just try to
0: shoot her the word genre in as much as I can. I know. All we'll right. Have, next question. It's
2: <laughs> a
3: multi-genre discipline. Coming to us from Chaping PB. segment is frangible. <laughs> uh, Want to know... Will there be any big games coming up?
2: Uh, we'll do something at Flygroves, a Phoenix project of sorts, maybe with two regional generals, Josh Zuby Zabrikus and Gavin Z. Sharba.
3: Maybe. Uh, and Chafing PB, it depends on where you are, because I know stateside there's a number of big games that are up and running. depends on what your state is. And Chief, yeah he's What's here. State.
2: He's definitely Gilhouli.
3: Chafing? Chafing is. Uh, okay. Uh, so I guess, uh, well, you're referring to Ontario. So there's some mini big games or smaller games.
2: Yeah, because of the um, Because of the
3: pandemic and the cap. So because we are, we're in phase three and things haven't quite opened up yet. And so I know a number of people, a uh, number of fields have capped things at um, what's supposed to be 100 uh, players. Um, so, yeah, there may be some mini big games, which are probably going to be fun for, uh, for skirmishes. And uh, you don't have to worry about too many people and much more movement much more strategic so there will be a phoenix project yeah. and joseph's just uh declaring now stating live on air there will be a phoenix project so there will be a big game at flagators obviously with some cap numbers as well so go. stay tuned for that
0: hey james in the chat says uh that a player on the usa team says world cup is still a go i would i'll bet you on that, that i will double that that it's not that, i want to know that, that action go. is that
1: in florida yeah, yeah. and that then it's still be a go you, then.
0: it's yeah. not gonna be a go And then our dev that's watching us live on our YouTube feed right now, he says, any questions, eh? How is the sand-based paintball industry faring in these
3: unexpected times? Uh, Now, our market typically picks up in the winter because people use that for traction as well. So, um, manufacturing has slowed down quite a bit. Um, So... Stay tuned. I'm hoping that we can continue to thrive as a alternative projectile uh, business.
0: I must say the beaches are nicer these days.
3: Uh, yes, no there, there's far more sand on the beaches, and nobody's <laughs> pilfering it. But yeah, so the sand base uh, is is chugging along, my friend. Thank you for asking.
1: Yeah. Gavin doesn't have to do his reverse Shawshank Redemption weekend.
3: <laughs> what is? A, uh, what was
0: sale? in the package, by the way? Did you open the package? I did open the package. But Let me get a, to one more question ice. before there's I wrap right, up. I'm just nice curious. No, this, so, this is
3: my segment, but do you want to take it Go over, Todd? No, what the uh, hell? Hi, Jack. <laughs> All right. So last question, and before we open up this mystery package that um, Todd has already teased us about. Uh, Chaos Photography says, what was the first paintball marker you owned? And that is a question for everybody, including Matthew. Well, that's us so, start what with Matthew. What is the first, first paintball marker you owned, Matthew? Well, that's easy.
4: I had a mini mag. But I still have it somewhere in pieces. I'm sure. That's it in pieces. Oh yeah, like you're <laughs> gonna say it's in a vacuum steel <laughs> oil container somewhere. <laughs>
3: oh. All right, go around the horn. So, Todd, how about you?
0: I think physically it was a KP3, and I can't even remember what was after that. To be honest with you, I think maybe a JT
4: accelerator.
2: Oh, that that JT. Oh, no, my wife bought G... an AT
0: accelerator. Now I think about. Elliot
2: says. PMI tracer It
0: might have been an impulse, Joe. Oh, autococker. No, Auto-co- it was a 2K5 autococker nice. that I bought.
2: Before the impulse, I don't know.
0: Yeah, the autococker was first because I st- my first tournament day was played with a mechanical autococker.
2: Eric Park says, "Splatmaster, yeah. Dwayne, as, can as they all grass, should." eagle String- stingray for the win. We'll go to Dwayne. Getting lots of chiming in here on our, face- Tip on our Facebook. Tipman
3: pro from Steve R- Stephen Rickett.
2: Yeah. Um, Gavin, what was your first?
3: Uh, my first Barker was a Brass Eagle Tiger Shark pump with BL200 and 7 nice. ounce tank, which I purchased from Brass Eagle from Gino Perone. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, from Champions at the time. So Gino uh, was uh, yes. a. Do you still have warranty? Billy I'm Kets, pretty sure.
2: SMG60, Steven Rickards, Sting, Stingray as well, John Metcalf, 698 Custom. Uh,
1: Ryan McGee in the YouTube chat says Spider Compact Version One. Ooh, nice, nice. All
2: plastic, and the thing would fall apart. Lisa <laughs> Weber was a ninety-eight. What? 98
1: yeah. what the spider,
0: the spider compact, the metal body, whatever it was, the cocking rod. Either you guys took them out, or they always broke and disappeared. They vibrated out. Yeah, so that yeah. was a Stingray. No, same no, with no. The, Same there's with the spider. spider. Oh, they, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's
3: the screw. George yeah.
2: Hay got a JT Eradicator for my first then an A five.
0: Is that before or after your first pair of Crocs? (laughs) Uh, Carl Mori says, uh, 2005 Green Spider electric gun always dies. Mm -hmm. There you go. (laughs) All right. Um, Sorry, Josh, I missed what your first one was.
1: Uh, Mini Meg. Mini Meg. Same thing as Matt.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is that why you guys flash some sort of gang sign across the table?
1: (laughs) You know it. Gavin's part of the club too, by the way.
2: I, I didn't have any guns.
1: No,
4: no. You have to ask.
1: All right,
3: Joe. <laughs> I, it's his segment. I'm not railroading his <laughs> oh, segment. Again. You, 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 you <laughs> took over, uh, Joseph. <laughs> what was your first paintball marker uh, that you purchased?
2: PM. We had uh, Mark One Uzis for the field, but I no think the, for you. No, no, but the first one I bought. The first one I had, I think I got a, a, a JT Splat. I mean, no, not a Splat. I mean, just a Splatmaster. Master. And I used to have it in a shoulder holster when I played nice. my Mark One. And I, I remember pulling it out in the long grass in Cambodia and shooting people. Yep.
0: Jeez. Nice. Danny uh, Barney Alamos has his Rapide. Excellent. Nice. Nice.
3: Yeah, so this week we were a little short on questions because the mail delivery people were not uh, working because of Labor Day, but if you have any um, questions that you would like answered on the show, send it to showbehindthebunker.com, post on any social media, and we'll get to it next week. So before I rip open or before I cinch my sack up and uh, continue on with our evening, uh, the last piece of correspondence sent in to us was from Jonathan Metcalf, and he sent us a little package. And in this little package is... <laughs> A patch for the patch wall, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, see that. It looks like it is a Sidewinder PB. Hopefully that's correct. Sidewinder PB. So thank you so much for the patch, Jonathan. We really appreciate it. That'll make its way onto the patch wall.
2: I'm the patch wall administrator. Oh,
3: I gave it to Josh. So Um, yeah, that's all, Joe. He can Mm -hmm. slap that up on the wall. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. (laughs) And every piece of correspondence that comes in uh, for mail time. Very good, Dwayne King said he got his at Walmart,
0: bought his paintball mask at Canadian Tire, filled his CO two tank at Badlands, and played late one night behind the Lumbar Yard. How's this back? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh ho ho ho! Oh wow! All right, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we move on to uh, what do we have here? Oh, it is advice from idiots, guys. Advice from idiots. I have a couple of your quick questions we'll get to before we move on. We also have mag fetish we want to get to, uh, yes as well sir. as maybe some prices right. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, if you guys, again, would like uh, any of your questions answered or any advice from the show, just send it in uh, through any of our social media outlets. Um, Josh. Okay, well, we'll read Josh Bells. Any advice on obtaining sponsorship for our team? Our team plays everything from speedball to big games and some mag fed. It's a good question. Um, it was a groaner, though? What that do you guys was, that think? That was Joe. Yeah, yeah. Joe well, can the thing is, Joe is a field owner here. Sponsorship a lot, right? And that's the problem. That'll lead into the question. But Josh, what do you think? Gavin? <laughs> uh, Want to rebut?
3: Yeah, no, I mean... <laughs> You can <laughs> you can the sponsorship from anybody. I mean, not just in the paintball industry as well. If that's going to help you to um, keep your field competitive or keep your team competitive and, and to travel, but you also have to think about sponsorship as uh, an employee-employer relationship. So, what does the what does the sponsor um, get out of? Uh, what's the return of investment for them? Is that like a mentor slash protege? a men- little bit. So. What are you going to do for them? It's you know it's great that you know you can ask for money and you hope that's going to help fund your team. But what are you going to do in return for that? Uh, if you're looking to advertise or you're looking for sponsorship from a local field, that I may mean, I mean repping, tech and guns, uh, a number of different things. Um, if you're looking for a pro shop, you're likely you're going to be looking for discounts on that to represent their team with banners. And is it advantageous for them to sponsor you? Right? Are you in a great position to be a marketing tool for them? It's, you know, and you got to think right now, in terms of context of the global economy, what's going on right now, people's advertising and marketing dollars are pretty much stretched, yeah. right? People are just trying to, to, to get by and to make it. So I think it's has really, really tough going in terms of soliciting any money um, uh, for your team. So my best piece of advice for you is to keep doing what you're doing, make your way to the winning circle, represent yourselves as wonderful ambassadors of the sport and sponsors will find you. Um, so rather than you chasing sponsors, if you are demonstrating that you're you're a great team and you're you're great for marketing and promotion and for the sport, then I think people will start tapping you in terms of how you they could be part of your team. So uh, just something to keep in, just keep in mind. You know, it, it's going to be tough going slugging it out for a few years, and likely going to be yeah. uh, you doing it independently. Um, but if you can work with a pro shop and everybody sort of pools the resources and purchases in one place, you might be able to get more discounts that way in terms of an in-kind sponsorship like that.
0: I like the word that you use, marketing tool. Um, there's a lot of people being, being out there doing a lot of marketing on their own that are tools. Like, if you guys are going to be out there and you're going to try to market yourself and you're going to look for sponsorship, do it do it in a good light like don't be a don't be a piece of work don't show paintball in a bad light don't bad mouth other people just do it for the love of the sport and, and if if I wanted to sponsor someone it wasn't going to be someone who had you know half the people who loved them and half the people who hated them you know you want someone who's just out there looking always having a good time always posting on social media the happy parts of, of, of paintball and uh, that's the other thing grow your social media presence and You know, at least that's a draw for the field if you can bring some people to it.
1: Yeah, it takes work, right? Like actual real work, not just, not just, hey, we play here a lot, um, you know, give us a discount or something like that. But uh, I think it's very um, advantageous in Paintball to clarify exactly what sponsorship means. There are some people out there, but they say, oh, I want to get sponsored by like Planet Eclipse. Right? And then you know they just think they're gonna get all this stuff for free, and Planet Eclipse is gonna send them places and stuff. That that's not how sponsorship works. I'm well
3: aware. I've been begging for guns for for, <laughs> for years. <laughs>
1: it's yeah. not how it works. Often it's you know uh, giving you markers at a really good price. Yeah. Or possibly paints. The hardest one to come by. But like even at a local field, it's not like you just show up and you play for free just because you're there. Right there's I don't think there's actually anybody in paintball that gets that kind of sponsorship stuff like, so it's very clear to to, to, to say to yourself like look my sponsorship goal is to help my local field maybe they help me out with paint costs here and there and you know a small discount on some some products and stuff and that's about as far as anyone's ever gonna get with sponsorship so be very very clear and upfront what sponsorship means
3: and if you think of some of the paintball sponsored players right now individual players like tournament players or uh, or scenario it's taken years for them to get to that level it's taken yeah. years for them to build up enough social media presence uh, and influence that uh, people are tapping them so again you put in the work uh, you represent yourself as ambassadors of the sport Then grow as, as Todd said it was a great idea continue to grow your social media presence then uh, people start c- approaching you about how they can be in partnership with you yeah so
0: um that's all i got sorry buddy (laughs) no that's good um joe if someone's going to come to you and say hey i want to be sponsored
2: i put a post in i put a post in uh the chat it says there is is a pandemic no one is getting sponsored except wayne king or raptor pb then i said kennedy said it best ask not what your country or field can do for you but what can you do for your field or country Hmm. boom there you go
0: back many years ago back in 2006 maybe uh, paintball was at a high. You might have been able to convince some field owners to help you out with some stuff when 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 things were going well. But in all honesty, yeah,
2: it just came out of six, eight weeks of not even being open. I can't give anything away. Yeah. But what can you give me?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Go to your field, put in some labor, and get some free stuff out of it. You know, if you if you work a day at the field, the field owner is going to be probably give you some free uh, entry, maybe some paint. It, and that way, it doesn't cost him anything. It doesn't <laughs> cost you anything.
2: Or, or if you're at, in Michigan with Lisa, you might get a Boy Scout meat stick. <laughs>
0: there you go. Speaking of meat sticks, George, hey, hey, says sponsorships need to be earned.
2: I would sponsor George because he would. He absolutely, would, he, he would rock some purple and yellow flag flagrider Crocs as okay. well as some jeggings. Yeah,
3: yeah you know, absolutely. So because he's put in the work. So <laughs> last year, pre-COVID, how many George? You can, so. you can type. He's in, put you, something into those jeggings. You can type in the chat, uh, George, because I was quite impressed when we were chatting last about how many big game events you attended last year like pre-COVID, so for 2019, how many big games did you show up at? So George was a staple he was a fixture at just about every big game, so when sponsored
2: he came to like Yeah,
3: absolutely so he crossed the border like four times to hang out um, So uh, representing the brigade program at the time so, you know what? George, how many games? It's crazy. So you look at sort of that dedication, the amount of miles or kilometers that people put on. Uh, George is a true ambassador to the sport, and I think that's why sponsors uh, approach him to to be part of their team.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well said. Um, so we're done with all of that. Nonsense. Uh, <laughs> anyone else have anything but anything more to say before I go on to something else? No, I was going to say not. that was almost a not an idiot response. That was a <laughs> we actually gave it some thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Planet Eclipse guys, did you know that not only are they sponsors of the show, but they are uh, owners of more championships. They have new mechanicals, new electros, new territory, including the new MagFed division. Get Planet Eclipse guys and take on the world.
2: When the world's greatest players. Photographers and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection. They pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag PopSpoke.
3: Thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, and multiple color options make AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. Made in America by Brent. Make sure you check out their site for 20% off all of their inventory. Your entire read, I could have left that slide up for
0: thick welded seams what was it inflatable (laughs) go ahead sorry
1: (laughs) ruthless paintball Uh, yeah dreams fade ruthless paintball products colors sublimation and craftsmanship never die on or off the field ruthless keeps you fresh use the promo code btb15 right now for 15% off your order
3: adapt create and win exalt is in our blood Make your game boil. Get Exalt. Available worldwide. Worldwide.
2: Worldwide. Worldwide. From the beginning, you stumble down a rocky cliff or you waded chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Now, whether you are sliding into a snake or running and gunning, GI Sports has the genre gear for you. Now with the new Stormer.
0: <laughs> nice, Joe. Uh, DLX Technologies, guys. The true industry innovators with some of the lightest, Animatous. fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX <laughs> has the power to get you to the podium.
2: Well then, since 1969, Altama has put more boots on the ground than any other DOD supplier. Make the military's choice yours. Get your feet into Altama Original Swat. Today, hashtag sturdy footwear.
1: Putting the power back in your paintball. Never miss a shot with Ninja. Ninja supplies regs, remotes, and recharge systems to the top teams and players in the sport. Don't be left behind, get Ninja.
0: There we go. Thank you to our sponsors. That's how we sponsor. We uh, we try to put our sponsors first and.
3: Uh, well, no. They've...
1: Let's be honest. We put our sponsors halfway through the
3: show. <laughs> well, yes, that's true. And in the, yeah, but they were okay with that. And I just wanted to mention that George Hay hit over forty events last year, but he was slacking. Because the year before that, he hit over fifty a year, and sometimes more than one on a weekend. So that's, that's a kind that's... of dedication and effort he's putting into it. Um, yeah, so George Hay hey. is a good example of the type of work you need to do for a sponsor. I player. think
0: this is the longest time I've gone without seeing George Hay with this
3: pandemic. I know
2: exactly. I, last time, <laughs> yes. well, last time we saw George. That's Lass, true. true.
3: Actually, <laughs> we saw I knew George. something wasn't right. So we saw George last in February.
1: Yeah, at
2: extravaganza, at extravaganza yeah. in Memphis.
0: Speaking of been around for a while, Tyler M in the in the YouTube chat says, "Hey, it's been uh, years. So glad you guys are still kicking around the world." Thank you. And uh, woot woot! Awesome boots, Altama. So a green king.
1: Those are my EDS, my everyday, everyday shoes. Shoe? Yeah. Very
4: good.
0: I
1: was gonna say, there's at least two pairs of them at the door to the <laughs> studio. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, we have some advice from Idiot Segment, but before we do that, Hello. Josh, you have some pictures of oh, some weird. magfed guns Did that know. were sent in. Why don't we uh, do a handful of those right now? Sure, why not? Yeah, why not? Uh,
1: first one up is... Oh, you know what the name got cut off.
0: <laughs> Oops. Is Josh Zuby Zabricuses.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure, this is mine. I'll take credit for that. That's a good-looking marker. It is. Good uh, next one is from Alvaro Alvarez. He watches the show sometimes. He sure does. Yeah. Nice job. This is a beaut, actually. I, I wrap a myself in a burlap sack. sack. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Sacks. And a bindle.
2: Fifth Avenue.
1: Next up is a Connell, Colin Donaldson. I really enjoy the freak barrel. I do, too. Oh, in that barrel cover. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Uh, next one is from Damon Dalt what is that? is it a tipman? it looks like a tipman modified
0: it says rap 4 on it on the stock. so it that's uh, that's one of the that looks A one of the conversion it looks like an kits.
1: A5 grip There's a little bit of carbon fiber oh. in there. it's yeah. definitely either an
0: A5 or phenom just because of both the barrel as well as the uh, the grip as you guys said but I yeah. would say almost A five, just because the. Are A five and the Phenom feed uh, ASA is different?
1: Uh, yeah. no, they're the same.
0: Okay, so then yeah, that doesn't help.
1: It's very unique. That's cool. Uh, next one up is Blake Simon. That's sexy.
4: It is. Mm.
1: Look at the graffiti. He actually picked that location for that shoot.
0: Bunch of hoodlums.
2: What kind of gun is that? That's cool. It's a nice scope too.
0: You know what? I don't know. Again, what is? Is it a T fifteen, Joe? Um, Maybe someone out home that's watching right now can tell us. What
2: is it? Or is it a TMC and he's taking? No, it's a T fifteen.
1: No, that's not a TMC. Oh. All right, what do we have here? Uh, this is from Emory Davis, who's actually watching the show right now. Emory, nice, yeah. Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I had to join
0: in. Very nice. And then, uh, do, you, do you have a couple more here? Yes, I do. Uh,
1: next one's up from Brandon Page, my two TMCs. Wow.
0: Those are good looking.
1: That would kick them out of my gear bag. Uh, next one up is David Horst. That's that FN. Oh, what's it called? You're right
0: with the FN. Uh, he said like... Uh, uh...
1: Again. i to shots at FN 2000, <laughs> well, 1000. Yeah, yeah. Oh, somebody will tell me in the chat. Maybe it's in the comments. Hang on. Nope,
3: not in the comments. Nope.
1: Uh, and last but not least for this week, this is Scott Martin. There Martin. you go.
0: MilSig, the MCS. There we go. Nicely done, sir. All right. Neb says, needs more hopper. I don't know. I, I'm really starting to appreciate some of the mag markers on the market right now. Uh,
1: advice oh, FN three hundred three. That's what it was. Thank you, Ryan.
0: So uh, another question from advice from idiots. Or you guys want to play some prices right? We have about a uh, few more minutes left. Where did
1: idiot questions? Did we? We do what? Sorry, do we do advice from idiots? I friends? have two
0: more left, but we can we can hold off on it. So what don't, don't we, do we put do
3: a segment in a second Okay, let's do one we'll more. Just one please. wrap it up and then uh, prices right.
0: Uh, Kevin McKinney. This one's a short one. I was told that it is not worth going pro. Question mark.
1: Pro what? Pro.
0: Well, we're talking paintball, so I assume he's talking pro paintball. Um. I don't know. Well, I know that uh, Ollie Lang was driving around in his new Lamborghini.
2: I don't know. If you like the, if you like <laughs> Did you just call him a shitbird? <laughs> you like the lifestyle? You Is like that what paintball? he said? <laughs>
0: I said, yeah, right. <laughs>
2: oh.
4: Yeah,
3: I, so I, I think Joe's right. So if you want to play at the highest level, you want to push yourselves to the ultimate uh, test in terms of what you're able to do, then going pro is great. Pro is sort of a, put in air quotes, uh, loose term because you're likely going to be broke by the time you get there.
0: Yeah, I hate to say it. I mean, you look at, okay, here's Nick Sloyak's a great guy. Great example. He's professional, but he has a full-time job working for G.I would he work for GI and do all the stuff that he does if he was making huge cash, being a professional athlete we're not talking hockey or basketball or we're still talking paintball. I, I, I don't know that any paintball pro paintball player is making much of a salary. And if they do, they still need to maintain some sort of an existence. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you wanted to be pro, there's nothing better than being a professional paintball player. I'm sure, and that's the dream that you want. But you're not going to be a wealthy individual. If that's if that's what you're looking for. And you're Brian,
3: likely going to have to have another career as well. Yeah.
2: Ryan um, Greenspan has has uh, quite an Instagram following. Mean, he does promotions for some various products as well. But you know, he still, you know, he's probably nearly there. The, one of the biggest names in pro paintball right now but he's he's doing other things besides just paintball
0: yeah i mean all these other guys are looking for product endorsements or anything they can do to kind of keep up their reach and reach
2: around
0: yeah yeah so good for them <laughs> good for them funny too all right well why don't we move on price is right do we have a bumper for our prices right matt
2: I shared this air.
0: Er- yeah. Um, all right. Price is right, ladies and gentlemen. Tipman, Model 98, up for bid. Looks like it's in good condition. Oh, it's brand new. It That's does, considering what our rental guns look like. But that is... That's and it a, still has the original bubble wrap.
2: It's a first generation, too. You can look It's pretty old. Not not a... Yeah. I don't know.
0: Still has the original Tipman barrel sock. It does. That, that calls for something. Oh... Uh, who won last time? I won. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you guess you did, because you did propagate why don't you that. You just, why don't you just kick us <laughs> while we're down? <laughs> <laughs>
2: then talk a genre in our face until we want to slit our throats.
0: Yeah. Um, ty- sorry, can I go back for a second? Tyler, in yep. the YouTube chat that just popped up, he says the re- reward of being pro is to go around the world and play with the best uh, and have those experiences. Yeah. I mean, that definitely would so, be... Uh,
3: okay, yes. I mean, if... You're traveling around the world potentially if you're on a top level team, but you're not traveling to the nicest of places either, right? It's not like you're going to all the tourist trap areas too. You're yeah. Yeah. playing a, kill a little. An Ibiza. And it's not like you're going to walk in and go,
0: "Hi, I'm Ryan Greenspan. I'm here. I, I'm here to check in for my private suite." That's right. most, you're, most likely you're sharing.
3: You're sharing everything. Right? You get like yeah. twelve guys in a room <laughs> <laughs> registered for two. Right? It's a lot of sharing
0: talk. <laughs> I guess if you call that heaven, then uh, Sebastian Meunier says, "Oh, yummy." Eric Parks is 115 bucks. Lorenzo, 80 bucks. Uh Seb says $200 of Canadian tire monies. Seven George one. Hayes is $125. Gavin, what are you thinking on this? I'm going
3: to say $85 bub. Okay. Joe. I was
2: going to say $86. I'm going to say $98. Bucks.
0: Okay. Our Dab, who we haven't seen in a while, R-dav. says uh, $25 redundancy and an envelope full of out-of-print currency. Nice. What do you think, Josh? 110. Oh, so 110. close. Matt, what do you think? I'm gonna ask you. Well, some... I was gonna
4: say 90, but then you jumped all over that. You're actually asking me? Uh, I'm gonna say someone paid $25.
0: Okay. Uh, Nelson from Seca says 119. Uh this sold for 70 bucks. Oh, wow. 70 yeah. bucks! So <laughs> this leads me <laughs> to my question. Is the Model 98, which has been the workhorse for the rental industry for years and have, has gotten numerous amounts of people into the sport, are they worth as much as we think they are now? Because now, like, field owners are now renting, E-max. you know, Planet Eclipse no. Emacs, um, the Gog Enemies, maybe to a little bit lesser of an extent. And Model 98's not necessarily the only workhorse, the FT-12s. So are the Model 98's, are they still worth it? I mean, with the gun itself, absolutely, That's without a question. But is, the, is it worth the price anymore? I think everybody should have one in their gear bag as a loaner. I think so. Or as their backup.
3: Agree, agreed. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Speaking of what used to be tried, tested, and true. Sorry, Matt, give me a second. Um... Here. Smart Parts Ion.
2: Ugh. <laughs> Why? <laughs>
0: That's gold.
1: No.
0: Look at the mint condition, aside from someone taking off the original feed neck and putting on a blue clamping one. They're
3: so fugly. Uh, I, I put a lot of kids in a sport though. A yeah. Lot of, yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know what? Still the gauge fugly. is not broken. Normally when they overpressurize yeah. the reg they blow out the gauge and it, <laughs> it reads at like something arbitrarily. Uh, what do you think? Who won that one? Put your pressure at? I was Matt who won that? All right, pro. Uh,
4: yeah, pro. <laughs>
0: Matt's on the pro, uh, pro, pro circuit. Pro here. circuit. Did you know that Matt actually went to a Price is Right taping?
4: Yeah, many, many years ago. Yeah. yeah. Back in like, 05, 06. Hot 6. Yeah, some oh, of that so that was, so
3: uh, Drew Carey, was it? Yeah, unfortunately,
4: yeah. I didn't get to see yeah. Bob. Or his beauties. Did, <laughs> did Drew have beauties? I don't think he refers to them as beauties. But there were some women displaying things, yes. <laughs> Are you sure
0: it was Price is Right you went to? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Honey, I
0: can
1: do whatever you want for 20 yeah, That's George. the one where you sit with the dollar bills in your mouth in yeah, the front yeah. row, right?
4: <laughs> is this Price Right? That's Contestants Row, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, anyways, for this ION, I'm going to say someone paid a good $95. Okay.
0: Uh, Simeon in the live chat where did he go I just saw him he, he said uh, 135 Eric Parks 135 Roger Weiber 130 Sebastian Meunier 182 do- 182.93. 93 cents so what are you thinking Gavin oh, I was looking at knives <laughs> 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 thanks Joe uh, 125 for that 125 all right that's the same as Chica Estrada <laughs> Joe what are you thinking
2: What's what's the what's the run around ninety dollars? Okay. What it, no, what is it?
4: What do you mean what <laughs> is it?
2: <laughs> Has anyone chosen around eighty nine or ninety? I was gonna go uh, one hundred nine, but Gavin said one nineteen.
4: Yeah, I bid twenty or ninety five, Gavin bid one twenty five. What did Josh do? Nothing yet. One
2: hundred twenty seven. Did Gavin say one twenty five? One twenty five. Yes. Okay, one thirty four.
4: I
0: don't know if it's gonna change anything or not, but and I like the, that machete. Look at the barrel. <laughs> it's different. And it's pronounced
1: Machete. Mach, machete. <laughs> machete.
0: <laughs> Josh, what are you thinking?
1: Uh, Gavin actually took my what I was going to bid, but for some very silly reason, he added $100 to it. Huh. So <laughs> I'm going to go with $25.
0: Okay. Um, all right. This sold for $85. Damn.
1: Because it's fugly. Yeah, but look at the...
0: Yeah, sadly that probably got someone into the sport. But <laughs> looking at the condition, I don't think it yet. was sitting
4: in someone's gear bag. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Passing with us. Yeah.
4: Um,
1: someone went in at a tournament, bought a clamping neck for it, and then just never used it. All
4: right, yeah. let's try this
0: one here. to do. Where is it? <laughs> all right. Brand new. Free flow caliber, limited gold etched autococker paintball gun. Look at the barrel sock with the leather. Silly leather thing on it. <laughs> All right, that's something we should talk about one of these days. Is about the the new leather. the new format they're implementing, Joe. Maybe next week we'll talk about it.
2: Yeah, we can talk about that.
0: What do you guys think about that? That was pretty damn
3: delicious. That is yeah. Zuby,
1: you're up. That is sexy. Uh, I'm gonna go twelve hundred
0: okay Matt what are you thinking someone who's a critique of uh,
4: fine autocockers yeah I sure am <laughs> I am gonna say 750
0: okay uh, Sebastian Meunier simply just says rusty <laughs> uh, Neb Nella <laughs> says Pieperino. 1925 Eric Parks 310 Vicky Brown 100 Seb- One coming back seconds. with some beefarino
3: <laughs>
0: what do you think Gavin
3: um. So, I would say that's probably worth uh dollars but I don't think that's going to be what it's sold for. So I'm going to play a little psychology game here and say,
0: <laughs> "How's it psycho?" I'm not trying to three
3: hundred dollars, <laughs> <screw you. laughs> Bob. Three hundred dollars.
1: That went three hundred dollars. I'm going to cry.
0: I'm the same here. Bill Scribner, uh, 911 dollars. Chica Estrada, twelve thirty five. Joe, what are you thinking? Um.
1: Eight seventy
2: five
0: uh reach nick one 1133 and you too i apologize man i just killed that name uh 850 dollars uh, um three uh yeah there you go 300 dollars would be criminal he says and sorry joe what did you say
4: he said 875 875
0: josh what are you
1: thinking Zubiori bid at $1,200. Wow. I'm not paying attention at
0: all. But, like, oh.
4: It's got everything.
1: The die on, on off, that's Palmer's right like at a the front.
2: genre shopper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Roger, Weaver bidding $1. Nelson says $785. This sold for 1850 bucks. Wow. Yeah, okay. That's about that's a- right, I would say. Yeah. What is an equivalent gun from, let's say, um, Inceptions Design go for it. We're bidding in U.S. dollars. It's going to be I closer think, to fourteen hundred dollars. I think $1, the $1, most $1, expensive
1: yeah. is fourteen.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end it there. Who won that, Matt? Oh uh, well, we got Gavin and Joe with zero correct, and Zuby <laughs> with two.
3: I win again. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> you all suck. You need to pick your shit up next week. <laughs> Zuby were the
0: win. Look How at you. How dare you let me win? Uh, Simeon in the live chat wants to know is Flag Raiders open tomorrow yes come out tomorrow night's doors or gates open at what time Joe five five, five
2: till dusk five bitch. till dusk
0: there you go ladies pew, and gentlemen. Pew. pew pew
3: all right Gavin thank you for being on the program tonight uh, always wonderful to be here folks thank you so much for your contributions in the chat and uh, what you've sent in and just want to let everybody know if you are in the uh, two hour radius of Flag Raiders in Kitchener Ontario join ja- uh, myself Josh Todd and Joe for uh some Tuesday night mission paintball. And just ignore Matt when he's there.
2: <laughs> Matt hasn't been out for some two have you played. <laughs> he oh, just played sits one. at the <laughs> air
3: table and makes comments about everybody's shoes. <laughs> so I'll I'll be out and I will uh I I'll will be I'll out. get my Pew Pew on. So uh, join us.
1: Uh mm-hmm. do do an, update, an update from Inception Design in US prices, the most expensive markers they carry, sixteen hundred. Is that, that the Predator? Full line. That's the
4: uh, RAP Retro FLE. Oh, you mean the one beside you there on the floor? Yep. Okay.
0: Speaking of which, I'm going to take that out to the field, Matt. I want to try one more thing before we decide to do what we're <sighs> going to yep. do with it. Yep. All right, Joe, thank you for being on the show.
2: Thanks very much for uh, tuning in tonight, guys. Thanks for the interaction. Thanks for crossing various genres. And if anyone's out playing, we'll see you tomorrow night. Pew pew.
0: There we go. Dwayne King says now he's decided that he's going to show up tomorrow too. Nice
3: bag of chips will be out too. Yay. Yes, I was taunting him.
0: I would <laughs> like a tube of Pringles to be honest <laughs> with you, but <laughs>
3: we can start throwing chips at him. A tube, a
1: tube of a tube. <laughs> uh, I saw at the grocery store the other day they have thick ruffled Pringles now.
3: Huh? Are they made by ear-ups? I don't know. But they
1: did say they were made by Brent, so possibly
2: possibly what's
1: that yes and think you is that the uh, no these are hot, the dog hot dog hot
0: pringles
2: hot Hot diggity dogs we bought we these
0: to try them and then i looked at them today because my daughter wanted to wanted to eat them and i just looked and it's expired oh, that's, august
1: august 16 doesn't matter August, 16, Does matter? Uh, august 16. That's, that's it also says bad. it's 98 M- uh <laughs> msg oh and uh <laughs> la has the Swish L.A. sauce Lays chips back again.
0: I've tried those. Those aren't bad. No? I try every bag of chips I can possibly try, like any flavor, and 95% of them are terrible, but I still insist on trying everything that I can.
1: Because you never know.
0: That's right. I had lobster-flavored chips in PEI. Bathroom mold and, uh, and attic fungus. I tried those, and they're not bad.
3: <laughs> what is it? Toothpaste and orange juice? That's yeah. my favorite flavor. <laughs>
4: I want to try asbestos <laughs> flavored. Oh,
0: yes. It's scratchy. You don't you won't regret them now.
1: <laughs> Josh, thanks for being on the program. Yes, thank you all for watching. Thank you to everyone who liked and shared. It's very important to do those two together. For those of you who didn't, you're dead to us. And don't forget, folks, to help control the local airsoft population. Have your local airsofters spayed or neutered.
0: And Josh also wanted to say, don't forget to subscribe if you're on that YouTube oh, watching yeah, the, tonight. Smash, to that, that, bell or Smash or <laughs> that bell and ring that ring whatever. The yeah. ding Jesus. and then, and then the shake that. the stick and uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't. Very good. And Thank you to Matt for putting uh, pushing all the buttons. And guys, we'll see you next week.